Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project and happy holidays. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that everyone is celebrating. I hope it is happy and I hope it is joyful. And today I wanted to touch on a subject that might just be helpful for you over the holiday period because most of us, you know, are going to be spending time with friends or family and that can sometimes welcome in a lot of drama, (laughs) frustration, maybe more conflict. And this is just one of those times of the year that, of course, the intention is to be really jolly and merry and connect with our loved ones, but sometimes it's also a really stressful time of the year. So today I wanted to share with you how you can learn to become more assertive. But I also want to talk about, you know, what is that? What are some of the common misconceptions of assertiveness? Why some people just kind of generally like lack the ability to be assertive and how you can develop uh, the ability to become more assertive and respectful and why this is so important for your intimate relationship. So I'm even going to give you an acronym to help make difficult conversations more effective. So definitely stay tuned um, because you're going to you're going to walk away with some value from today's show. Now, before I dive into all things assertiveness, <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for listening to my show. 2023 has been another wonderful year of producing weekly episodes um, and really genuinely appreciate all of your support. Those of you that leave comments, those of you that share this uh, episode, those of you that provide suggestions on what kind of things you want to be hearing, I thank all of you. And if you're in the holiday spirit, and you've been listening to the show, and you've taken any nugget of value away from any of my episodes, then I just want to say as a Christmas gift to me, I would love for you guys to uh, leave a rating and a review on either Spotify or iTunes, um, because that's what keeps the show fresh. It keeps it um, popping up when people search keywords that I cover in my show. And, you know, I have really very much taken the approach of organic growth for this podcast. Um, So slow, yet steady growth has been really important to me. And if you've enjoyed some of these episodes, then uh, it would be personally, I feel very grateful if you took just a few moments of your time to leave me a review and a rating, as that really helps with the popularity of the show. Um, Now, pretty much my consultations are closed now until the new year, but you'll still notice that I'm putting content out on YouTube each week. I'll still be recording the podcast Um, And the consultation spots are going to open up for January. Now, January is a really busy time of the year. So I definitely encourage you if you're thinking about your New Year's resolutions, which includes confidence and clarity and a healthy perspective and having more fun and joy while dating or improving your relationships, then definitely uh, when those consultations open in the next probably week or so for January, grab your spot because that has tended to be over the last four or five years of my business. Um, a really important and pivotal time for us to kind of refocus and recenter ourselves for the new year so that you can have, you know, dating success in 2024. It is totally possible for you. You totally deserve love. You deserve to have a great woman by your side. Or if you're a woman listening to my show, a great man by your side or whatever person you want by your side. (laughs) 
Uh, but everybody deserves love and respect and healthy relationships. Sometimes we just need to get a little guidance and perspective on how to get there. So if you've ummed and awed and you listen to my content and you like my style and you do resonate with the way I kind of talk and coach, then definitely look out for the openings in January because the spot's going to fill up very fast. Um, and it would be an honor and pleasure to get to know you and support you on a coaching journey. Now, what is assertiveness, right? It's very much a communication style, but it is characterized by the ability to express your thoughts, feelings, and needs openly and honestly, and I would, I would add directly, while respecting the rights and opinions of others. So this very much is a communication style where you stand up for yourself and you communicate what you're thinking or feeling or needing in a clear and confident manner, but it has nothing to do with being aggressive. You do not need to use an aggressive tone, um, but assertive individuals are very much able to stand up for their own rights um, without, again, being aggressive or without being passive, i.e. never really standing up for oneself. So the common misconception here is when people start to realize, okay, I haven't been very assertive in my communication. I'm not really very clear with my own thoughts, feelings, and needs. When we start to then assert ourselves, it can feel it can feel aggressive, right? So this is a common misconception is that we confuse assertiveness with aggressiveness. And assertiveness does involve expressing yourself confidently and directly, but aggression is being forceful, being hostile, being disrespectful. So that's not what we want. We just want the confidence, the clarity, the direct communication. And direct communication is, you know, is, is being clear with what you think and feel and need versus beating around the bush or, you know, taking a long road there, which I've been really guilty of in the past. Is like I really want to tell my partner something, but I struggled to do it in the past. So I would kind of beat around the bush and hopefully he would pick it up. And that never really worked very well. So Assertive communication helps you to be more clear with what you need and want and desire while being respectful, which is ultimately ultimately what we need and want in our relationships. The other uh, kind of misconception around being assertive is that assertive people like like conflict or they like to seek out confrontation. Um, and that's not what it's about. You know, assertiveness is is very much addressing issues calmly and constructively. It's not about creating unnecessary conflict. So if you know someone in your life and you think, oh, they're really assertive and they're really they love to fight and they love conflict. That's not a good definition of an assertive individual. That definitely sounds like <laughs> a conflict seeker, an aggressive type or drama seeking individual. Those are not the same things. Right. Um, and lastly, another misconception around assertiveness is that, oh, it makes me really selfish if I and prioritizing my needs all the time and asking for what I want and desire and sharing my thoughts. Um, I'm just being selfish. Um, and that's not the truth. You know, assertiveness involves recognizing and expressing your needs, which is very important, while still considering the feelings and needs of other people. So it's not disregarding others' needs and thoughts. It's expressing yours and still considering the other person's. So it's not selfish. It's not drama-seeking and it's not aggressive if you assert yourself in a confident, clear, and healthy manner. Now, why are some, you know, why do some individuals kind of struggle with this? Or, you know, why do some people really lack the ability to be assertive? Or you might be asking yourself, guys, like, why am I really assertive at work, but with women I'm not? <laughs> right? And sometimes, so these are a couple of reasons, and they may not suit you, but maybe they do. 
sometimes we have low self-esteem in certain situations. So maybe as a man, you have great self-esteem in the workforce, but when it comes to women, you kind of suffer from a bit of lower self-esteem. So if you do, you're probably going to fear rejection more. Or if you, you think that if I assert my thoughts, needs, and opinions and talk to my partner about what I need, she's going to reject me. So you don't, right? Even though you may not feel that way at work. Or you might just believe that your opinions are not valid. You might convince yourself that, well, having needs is needy. Or if I ask for too much from my partner, she's going to leave me. So, you know, I'll just deal with this on my own because maybe it's not really that important anyways. And all that does is lead you to become more passive and more disconnected from your partner. Um, because if you're not advocating for yourself, um, you're not going to be very fulfilled in that relationship, right? And you might even start feeling a deep-seated resentment towards your partner because they're not meeting your needs, but at the same time, you're not advocating for them. So sometimes it is because, you know, we suffer with a bit of self-esteem in certain situations. Um, and so, you know, we don't feel that sense of confidence to speak up for what we want and need and desire. Now, some of us are not very assertive because we really like have this fear of conflict. For For some people, conflict equals the end of a relationship. Conflict equals failure. Conflict equals disrespect. And I don't know where that has come from because conflict is a necessary and a healthy part of any relationship. So some of us are a little afraid to be or avoid being assertive because we fear the conflict that will come or could come as a result of it. And we have this, such this strong desire to maintain harmony. Maybe we learned this growing up in our childhood you know, if we ever like really spoke our minds and we got reprimanded for it, we learned to just like avoid doing those types of things so we could live in peace or what we felt like was peace, even if it was at our own expense, even if we sabotage our own needs, thoughts, desires and opinions just to maintain harmony. Now, that can carry into your adult life, too. And so if you're in a relationship with women or you're dating women and you have this like real fear of conflict and you'll you'll behave in a way that maintains harmony, um, then you, you might really struggle, obviously, with your assertiveness. And as a result, it will hurt you in the long run in your relationships, because while women will like and admire a man that's easy to get along with in the beginning, what happens is if you are not able to communicate your own needs, thoughts, feelings effectively, uh, she's just going to feel like she has no connection to you. You don't have your own thoughts or brain right? That's what she'll probably feel or think. She'll disconnect from you. Um, and, uh, and so we need to be able to communicate what our thoughts are, what our needs are, what our opinions are respectfully so that someone can actually get to know us and to, and to connect with us, right? Now, of course, some of us might lack assertiveness and, because, right, just our upbringing factors, our cultural background, um, some of our family norms or parents might have said like, you know, don't you dare speak like that, right? If you stood up for yourself or perhaps your family dynamic promoted you being more passive aggressive and maybe your mom or dad modeled that and you thought, well, instead of addressing things head on, you know, we can communicate those things passive aggressively. And I definitely have been like that a lot of my life. Like when I am not very emotionally regulated, my go-to is passive aggressive. My go-to is like the fight like the conflict, the picking, the nagging, the criticizing, because I'm feeling hurt and hurt people hurt people, right? Hurt people hurt people. However, as I learn to emotionally regulate and be assertive and communicate my thoughts and needs and know that I have value and know that 
I am a respectable woman who can have these differences of opinions, I feel a sense of confidence in my communication now. And very more often I'll communicate healthily and assertively versus passive aggressively or uh, through other unhealthy coping mechanisms that we have. So a couple of different reasons, right, why we might lack assertiveness. We weren't taught it. We struggle with it. We avoid conflict. We don't value ourselves. You know, we want to maintain harmony. And uh, and all of this stuff, it, it truly it harms our relationship, right? I would say we need to be more like more on the scale of advocating for ourselves, more on the sharing of our thoughts, needs and feelings than not at all. Um, because if you don't, you're not going to connect with somebody. They're not going to learn about you. Um, you know, you're just going to mesh into whatever they think, feel and need. And then you have so much sameness, so much closeness, too much togetherness that uh, you lose the attraction in the relationship. And then people go out and seek other people that can inspire them, lift them up, teach them something. Right. Like, hey. It's so interesting, like as a woman who's, uh, you know, meet, has met many different men in her life, one of the most attractive things to me when I meet a man is a man that has his own opinions, that isn't afraid to disagree with me in a respectful manner or can tease or be playful or flirty. And there's nothing more attractive than a man that's like, I'm sorry that this is what I need and want, um, because that screams I have value for myself. And that's a really sexy, attractive thing for women because if a man is very clear on his own principles and boundaries and value and worth and, and all of those things, guess what? To me, as a woman, he's a more trust, trusting man because if he can't share his thoughts and opinions and he tries to maintain harmony at his own expense, I don't trust him as much because he'll just do whatever he needs to do to fit in. And to me, that's that's a that's something that I would look for in an individual's behavior to determine that I don't, in fact, trust that individual. And if I don't trust them, I ain't going to feel safe. If I don't feel faith safe, I'm not going to feel attracted. Uh, and that's just not going to be the person for me. So there are really harmful consequences to not advocating for yourself. Um, so how... Yes. Yeah, so that kind of speaks to one of the other areas I wanted to talk about, which is why it's beneficial for our relationship. So I'll just very quickly summarize. Right. It, it's beneficial because healthy communication is necessary. It's going to reduce misunderstandings okay? um, because being assertive is uh, healthy and beneficial for your relationship because it communicates self-respect and encourages others to respect your boundaries. Respect is huge. Right. Assertive individuals are better equipped to address and resolve conflicts in a constructive manner because when you're clear and you're direct and you're honest, you can really get to the underlying issue much faster and then you can resolve that issue versus saying what you don't mean, beating around the bush, being passive aggressive, et cetera, et cetera. It's just going to prolong your conflict. So even though you're conflict avoidant, you'll prolong it, right, accidentally. And of course, being assertive is, is trust. Like I said, it builds trust because it creates an environment of transparency, transparency and authenticity. And, you know, we want to look for those characteristics in individuals to know they're trustworthy and to be able to foster that respect. So it's hugely important. And that is why I wanted to do this episode, because we're all going to go spend time with family. And man, it is really hard to sometimes stand up for ourselves 
or share a different opinion or speak up for our needs, but it is a skill that we definitely need to learn. It promotes healthy relationships. It's and, you know, it it really creates this, you know, healthy self-awareness you're going to have for you. Uh, It's going to make you feel more valuable as an individual yourself. So there is a there's a framework. um, That was developed by Sharon and Gordon Bauer, um, and they have a, a book called Asserting Yourself. But they use an acronym called DESC, DESC, kind of, <laughs> DESC. And it stands for Describe, Express, Specify, and Consequences. So to develop more assertiveness, you can practice using the DESC script. Now, I encourage you, if you really want to develop more assertiveness and you realize I'm lacking this and I need this skill, Try, try practicing writing it down for a little bit before you go ahead and talk to somebody because it's going to be hard to draw upon, you know, it's going to be hard to do it in the moment when you don't have the experience, basically. So journaling is a great way to develop some more of that experience. Now, D-E-S-C, describe. Describe the behavior and situation as completely and objectively as possible. So I'll use uh, Sharon Gordon's example here. Jerry, the last project we worked on, I did all of the setup for the presentation by myself, and it took me almost an hour. Describe the situation. <laughs> Just the facts. Not you are lazy. You did, no, no criticizing. Jerry, the last project we worked on, I did all the setup, and it took me almost an hour. Okay. E, express. Express your feelings or thoughts about that situation. Okay, and you want to use I statements here. So, I felt overwhelmed, exhausted, and frustrated. I would too. If I did all the work on the project and it took me an hour and I was supposed to be on a team, I would feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and frustrated. So, express your feelings. S is for specify. Specify what behavior outcome you would prefer to have happen. So this is you making a positive request for what you would like to see, right? And we we can't be shitty or critical or naggy when we're doing this because that's not assertive communication. That's whining, right? So specify. I would like us to work together on the setup for the next presentation. I would like us to work together. Positive request. I would like us to work together on the setup, okay? And C is consequences. So specify the consequences if this happens, both positive and negative consequences. So this way, we can complete the setup in less time, right? Giving us both a chance to gather our thoughts before we present. Great. Okay. Jerry, the last project we worked on, I did all the setup for the presentation by myself. Took me almost an hour. I felt really overwhelmed, exhausted, and frustrated. I'd really like us to work together on the setup for the next presentation. This way we can complete the setup in less time, giving us both a chance to gather our thoughts before we present. Okay, D-E-S-C. This is not too dissimilar from the communication framework that I teach my clients on expressing feelings and making a positive request in the relationship, but this is is another version of that ultimately. D-E-S-C. When you are assertive, guys, you are going to decrease defensiveness because being assertive in your communication is not critical. It's not naggy. It's not aggressive. It's not finger pointing. And you're not pointing out 
the negative characteristics of another person. If this communication went, Jerry, the last project we worked on, I did all the setup for myself and I didn't realize you were such an asshole. It's not, <laughs> not going to get you what you need. It's just going to get you into a big argument, even if you feel that way. It's like, put a lid on it, right? Because that's not effective communication. I felt overwhelmed, exhausted, frustrated, right? So this helps you decrease that defensiveness, which is going to just, you know, if there's defensiveness, it's because someone feels criticized and they're going to defend themselves. You're going to get so far away from the underlying issue. Um, you're just going to, you know, end up in a, in a conflict, right? When you're assertive, you express and communicate your feelings accurately, which is important. It's important to be able to be aware and in touch of how you feel so that you can share that with someone. That gives another person a chance to be compassionate towards you. Then you're able to ask for things you want and say no to things you don't want. So important. Oh, my God. Right. I, I need us to this. I would like that. It would be meaningful. Um, if it's in the context of a relationship, sometimes I say, I say to my partner, babe, it'd be really meaningful if we could X, Y, Z. Babe, I'd really like it if we could this. Babe, I've been thinking a little bit about how I'd love for us to get together and do this. I get to be clear with what I want and need. And guess what? I get my needs met most of the time and it makes me a happy person. And so when you're assertive, you also have the opportunity to have your interests met, right? Your needs, your wants, your concerns, your fears. There's a chance, there's an opportunity that they get met. Not all the time, but most of the times if you're dealing with a, another individual who's of somewhat of a sound mind or healthy mind, right? And it helps you attain the respect of other people. This is so important, right? Instead, instead, this individual could have been passive aggressive, could have been really shitty to Jerry, could have sabotaged the next presentation, could have done all sorts of things. And guess what? That amplifies the conflict, that creates a sense of disconnect. Uh, there's going to be no respect. Um, and those two people aren't going to get along as healthy team members. So this D-E-S-C, describe, express, specify consequences. You're going to need practice. You're going to make sure you use I statements, not you. You know, you did this, you did that wrong. It's I would like, I, I need this, right? It's I felt overwhelmed. I would like us to work together. So I statements are hugely important. Um, and this is going to help you to become more assertive, right? Hey, babe, last night, I noticed you were on your phone a lot and I felt disconnected and a little lonely. I would really like it if when you and I decide to spend an evening together, we could put both of our phones away and have quality time. This way we can really connect and it's really meaningful for me to feel close to you. Whatever, right? And just making that one on the spot. But this helps us describe, express, specify, um, and just get our needs met. Communicate to our partner what bothers us, what doesn't bother us, what we need, what we don't need. And then our partners can help us to meet those needs and we can connect and have loving relationships. So assertive communication is not aggressive. It's not an attempt to create conflict, right? It's not selfish in any way, shape, or form. You're just able to assert your own rights, your thoughts, your feelings, your need without being aggressive, without being passive, because the alternative is to not communicate, to build resentment, to create disconnect, and to really lack respect because 
right? If a man is dating a woman or a woman is dating a man and you're not able to communicate your thoughts or feelings effectively or properly, we start to misinterpret things, right? We read the wrong signals. We will make more mistakes in our relationship. So I hope this has been helpful. This is a framework to help you become a little more assertive. I hope that it is useful for you guys over the holiday period. If you got a unruly brother or sister or cousin or mom or dad that you've struggled to communicate with in the past or a partner that, you know, you really just need to be honest with how you're feeling and what you're needing over the holidays, try this framework out, D-E-S-C, see how it feels, practice using your own language and words as long as you're sticking to the I statements. Um, and ultimately, you're going to develop respect for yourself and others will learn to respect you too because they know who you are. They know your boundaries. They know your principles. And you're not, you know, a chameleon who just shows up and, and is whatever version you think you need to be in order to keep the harmony, right? Assertiveness is so healthy and important for our relationships. So I hope this episode has just, you know, given you another perspective to think about or framework to take away that is practical for the holiday season. And uh, please share this episode with someone who might need to work on their assertive communication. Um, and uh, if you're feeling in the spirit, I would love for you to leave me a review as a Christmas present to me. Uh, that would be very, very helpful. I will look out for them over the next week. Um, and wishing you guys all a happy holiday season. Look forward to another episode next week. Ciao.